0: Hello everyone, it is Lizard,
1: and this is Panda,
0: and this is episode s- 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6 <laughs> of Lizard and Panda take on cinema, is it, is it 6, now I'm questioning myself,
1: okay, so it was, I know I
0: wrote it down somewhere,
1: write of Frankenstein,
0: no, yeah, yeah, cause Deadpool last time was episode 5,
1: correct,
0: I wrote it down there, but not here, fair enough, but, yes, there we go. Episode six.
1: See, you think i would be smart enough to put the number of episodes on, like, my notes? But I don't do that.
0: See, that's what I did last time because of that. And, of <laughs> course, I forgot to write that this time. Because <laughs> that just shows, you know, my brain mm-hmm. is working fantastically, apparently.
1: Oh, God. Okay, so, any news that you have?
0: Yes. Yes. Um, Eternals is coming to Disney Plus January 12th. Ooh. Yes.
1: Okay, now I can watch it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to definitely watch that once it's on Disney+, Plus because, like I said before, I saw it in theaters, and mm-hmm. I really liked it a lot, and all of those critics are wrong. Like, obviously, there were things that were, it wasn't the perfect movie ever, but yeah. it's very rare to find those. So, but I, I really enjoyed it personally, so I'm excited to watch it again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, see what I missed.
1: Yes. I still need to watch Last Night in Solo. Yes, you do. And Tick, Tick, Boom, right?
0: Yes. yes. Well, Tick, Tick, Boom is... Because you, you have Netflix, right? Yeah. 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 So you can watch it there. And then the Last Night in Soho, you're just going to have to come over and we have to figure out a time for you to come over for yes. us to watch it Because it's still able to rent on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how long that's going to be. Yeah. But yeah, you need to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, Also, no, I don't know if you've noticed, but... um. Director Ridley Scott has kinda of taking taken a ride on the crazy train.
1: Yes, yes. Lately? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: like, I don't know what the frick is happening, but oh my god, because literally his response about superhero movies mm-hmm. and how they're effing boring. Um I don't know if you've heard about when uh for his movie La- or Gucci House. House of Gucci. House of Gucci, thank you. Yes. Um, where one of the family members, I f- I don't remember who, but one of the family members of the Gucci family, um, she made a comment about the movie and how there were things that just weren't right. Mm-hmm. I forget now. Of course, I forget what exactly she said, but he basically like responded very angrily and with a lot of cursing and a lot of f bombs. Huh. Um, and also the his response to his movie, The Last Duel, mm-hmm. which came out in theaters like the same time as Halloween Kills, and it bombed in the box office. Yeah. He blamed social media and cell phones for the I, reasoning, and I I'm, did like, see that. I'm like, I'm um, like, I think it was your marketing team that you praised so highly about because uh, I barely saw anything about the last duel ever anywhere.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like, until it came out,
0: exactly. Like, I think I heard saw about it once because it was the first time uh, Matt Damon and Brad no, not Brad Pitt, Matt Damon and maybe it was Ben Affleck or maybe it was. I don't know, Matt Damon was one of them, and mm-hmm. it was either Brad Pitt and, or uh, Ben does, Affleck. Uh, yeah, I'll look it up. Yeah, they, that, that was the only time I saw it. it. was their first time together in a movie in, like, years. And that was the last I heard about it before the bombing in box office. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know what is happening with Wigley Scott right now, but Jesus Christ, he needs to calm down.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: breathe.
1: Yeah, it's not that series
0: it's really not
1: i mean yes okay it, in a financial standpoint yes it's serious but like movies fail
0: exactly yeah and like he has and i'm not like he is an amazing director mm-hmm. like alien well the first alien at least because the second one was okay and the third one i was like eh. i
1: love the second one
0: this, yeah i don't know I, I, it's also been a while since i've seen it so i probably need to have a memory mm-hmm That
1: I have all the movies, so if you want to,
0: oh, yes, I think I have all the movies. I know I definitely have the first one, but yeah, I
1: see the thing is, it didn't do that bad. Like, Rotten Tomatoes score is an 85, and IMDb is 7.5,
0: yeah, but also Money Wise, the box office, yeah, it didn't that part, it didn't do so hot, but. Whatever you can just take a chill pill and relax. Ben Affleck. Ben, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I I figured it was. I knew it was one of them. Uh, but yeah. Oh, and uh, Disney Plus has removed Fantastic Four One and Two. Fair enough. Um, I not because I saw it was an article. Of course, it was a cl- clickbait
1: mm-hmm. that
0: I saw where it was just like Disney Plus removes two of its Marvel films, and I went in like. Worried, and then I saw those, the Fantastic Four movies, and I'm just like, eh, too bad, so sad. Don't really <laughs> care. Boo-hoo. Cross that bridge. Um, they, I don't know if you've noticed the Scream 5 promos. Yes. Uh, all the pictures with, like, every all the cast, like, holding a mask, like, mm-hmm. off to the side. And there was a video that I saw recently where it's showing, like, the new cast members and uh, Courtney Cox where they're, like, screaming and the camera is, like, panning towards them. Yeah. But then, of course, at the very end, you just see Sydney turning around from the door and just staring straight ahead like a badass not screaming just staring with that come at me bro gaze Mm
2: -hmm.
0: oh i'm so excited for that movie yes that's one of my anticipated movies for 2022 uh also i noticed uh the foo fighters have a horror movie coming out really yes oh shit it is called studio studio six 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 and it's basically about them recording an album, and it looks like uh, Dave Grohl gets possessed. Oh, my God. I might not, I'm probably not going to see it in theaters. Uh, it's coming out February 25th, mm-hmm. but I will at some point watch it, because I'm very curious.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, they have released videos of Brendan Fraser on the set of the movie Batgirl mm. on his 53rd birthday, and it was his first time on set. Hmm. So happy birthday, Brendan Fraser. Yes. We love you. Um, another thing I saw was Spider-Man No Way Home apparently it was supposed to have an emotional scene referencing Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. but the scene was cut and they op- opted just to kind of gloss over it.
1: Yeah, like, what is up with that? I mean, okay, I get it. They've done it, like, twice already.
0: Yeah, and I think that's just what it is, is that they feel like that, like, okay, everybody knows what happened to Uncle Ben, let's yeah. kind of move on. But at the same time, it's kind of like, alright, it's still a pivotal moment for uh, Peter Parker. Yeah. And also, like, um, this one podcast I listened to of um, two of the people I follow on TikTok, Jay Stoobs and Straw Hat Goofy,
2: mm-hmm. they've
0: talked about Homecoming, where they don't really show Spider-Man kind of going through that much and not really growing from anything. Yeah. Which I never really noticed before until they said that. So it's it's kind of like moments like that where you kind of need that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because that was his first father figure, not Tony Stark. Yeah. But... Well, we'll see what happens during the movie, because that's coming closer. Yes. And closer. We got tickets. And closer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got tickets. Yes. I did not. Fair enough. But I will be seeing it. In theaters. With Brian. Uh, Oh, Jordan Peele had finished the filming of Nope. Mm. And I'm so excited, because I still know nothing about the movie.
1: It's just blue.
0: It's, It's just blue. The cloud and string with flags mm-hmm. hanging from the cloud and over a city and I'm so excited because Jordan Peele has become a genius when it comes to horror movies uh, and uh, the last thing I have is I just found out yesterday apparently there's going to be a Legally Blonde 3 really? yeah, did not know that was happening but it's coming out next year hmm. so I'm like alright fair enough and I think that's all I have yes that's all I have
1: Okay. Um. let's see what do i have uh watched an interview with um jamie fox alfred Molina, and Willem defoe
0: i saw something about that but i didn't actually watch it yet i keep meaning to and then i forget
1: it's really interesting how they're like avoiding spoilers
0: Ooh, i'm mm-hmm. gonna need to watch it now
1: but also um so they a- end up asking each of them like um what is your, you know, opinion on, like, coming back into the role or whatever? um, so, someone like that. And, you know, Jamie Foxx is like, you know, um, I'm really happy to be back in the project. I don't have to be blue. <laughs> stuff like that. And he's like, oh, I get to work with these ama- amazing gentlemen. um, Like, the first time seeing them on set, I actually bow to them.
0: <laughs> of course he does.
1: Um, And then they go to Willem Dafoe and... He's talking about how it was the um, pitch that brought him in. Okay. And, you know, he starts talking, you know, thespian, blah, 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 you know, that that shit. And then they go to Alfred Molina and he's like, so I did it for the money.
0: (laughs) Hey, at least he's honest. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And then he goes into, you know, the whole actor spiel. Right, exactly. But like I said, nothing about spoilers.
0: Of course not, Mm -hmm. because Tom Holland's not there. He was there. Oh, was he?
1: Yeah. But they only had him like uh introducing the three actors.
0: Gotcha, okay. Smart, smart.
1: Yes. They they I'm guessing they gave him a script and he has to follow the script.
0: <laughs> like hold it close to his nose.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Into the Spider-Verse.
0: Oh yes, yes, I saw the promo for Is the second it, movie. Yes. Yes. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm so and excited. And the fact that
1: it's a two parter? Yes oh i can't
0: wait oh i'm so excited i can't wait
1: i can't wait so much spider-man
0: yes also i forgot to tell you i actually started watching um i watched the first Tobey Maguire spider-man and mm-hmm. the second one today well i started watching a second i never finished it today okay. but i'm starting my process of watching the movies before uh no way home comes out mm-hmm. so yay
1: yes oh we just watched the trailer for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface.
0: Yeah, and I'm very curious. I definitely liked in the beginning how you can hear the banging where it's um, Leatherface, like, breaking down some sort of wall and each bang, it's, like, the wording of, like, saying, like, basically, it's back. Um, Yes. And then also I like the scene where it's the girl underneath the floorboards and it's just, he puts the chainsaw through the floorboard and just starts dragging it across, like, and Mm -hmm. she's crawling away and it's following after her. And then, of course, later, Leatherface holding up his yeah. s- the skin of the face up to the sky. I'm just like, oh, I'm, okay, I'm very curious now. It's only going to mm-hmm. be on Netflix. Yeah. Which I have.
1: Um, John all just um, said something about the Punisher role. Oh, okay. Pretty much, um, he is refusing to come back to the role if it's going to be watered down. That's fair. mm yeah, I agree with him. Yeah. It's Punisher. You can't really... You can't be like that.
0: It's just like uh, Deadpool. Yes. Like, you can't... Just because Ryan Reynolds has said himself, if they water down Deadpool, he's not doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like we should be getting a new, uh, Black Adam trailer soon. Oh, okay, good. Mm-hmm.
0: Good, I need to see more.
1: What else? Uh, I haven't seen the trailer yet, but it's supposed to be a new trailer for, uh, Peacemaker.
0: <coughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, just start chucking my on um, my own spit there. <laughs> oh, I did see that it was out, but I did not watch the trailer mm-hmm. yet.
1: I keep I, watching like little clips here and there. I'm like, I gotta watch it. I Gotta watch yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: need to get on that.
1: Because I did enjoy his character.
0: I uh, same here. John Cena did a very good job, even though I barely saw him in the movie.
1: Yeah, I only saw a helmet <laughs> floating.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> Why is it that will never not be funny?
0: i don't i don't know what it is
1: john cena not (laughs) being seen
0: and what's funny though too is i understand the reference even though i'm not a fan of wrestling Mm -hmm. and apparently that's part of his wrestling gig
1: yeah it's it's, his little motion he puts sand in front of his face he waves it goes you can't see me
0: exactly but it's still funny to me
1: okay so this is both funny and sad at the same time he did the you can't see me thing to a uh, -A make-a-wish kid that was blind but he he just you know i have instinct he's like yeah that's my thing (laughs) <laughs> you see him go mm. oh
0: oh yeah yeah that's yeah <laughs> oops <laughs> well I'm sure the kids still got a kick out of it
1: yeah <laughs> uh, let's see what else oh Book of Boba Fett should be coming out soon
0: yes I can't wait and I st- I don't do we know when the next season Mandalorian's to come year? out next year Okay, 2022 right mm-hmm. It's it's coming to that time Danny where it's like almost the end of December and we gotta
1: I'm going to mess up putting down 2022 so much, like, on, like, dates.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. At work, I'm always, like, catching myself all the time in the beginning of the year. I'm just like, oh, no, Liz, it's next year, new year. I still put 2020 sometimes. It's still not as bad as the one day when I was getting tattooed by Rachel. (laughs) And on the sheet where it says the date of birth, I put June 29th, 2015, or something like that, when at the time it was, like, 2016. And Rachel's just like, you're a year old? I'm tattooing a year, year old? And I'm like, oops. That, nope, that's not the year I was born. My bad. <laughs> so at least you don't have it that bad.
1: So, um, the other news I have is they just showed, like, the crew gifts that people, you know, like, all, oh, like, the, the, the filmmakers and shit like that will get for, um, different movies that they're working on? Oh, yes. Ant-Man. Quantumanium. You see Kang.
2: Ooh. Mm
1: -hmm. In the reflection. Ooh. Yes. I have the picture here. Come on, Twitter. There we go.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like it a lot.
1: I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Kang is one of my favorite villains.
0: Because he's so awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> and so bad at the same time.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, we need to talk about Hawkeye. Just no
0: spoilers. Yeah. Just because it was just released. Yes. Correct. Yeah, and I'm saying for our listeners. Okay. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> you enough. and I will talk more about it later. Yes. But on here, well, th- no spoilers. No. Yeah, but enough. I'm absolutely loving it. Mm-hmm. I have seen. I just saw the third episode today.
1: I still haven't seen the third episode. That's...
0: Oh my god! It's I, so I know, good. I know. I the... know
1: And mm-hmm.
0: the representation is absolutely beautiful between the because the Native American representation mm-hmm. hands down, um, the representation of the hearing impaired mm-hmm. and deaf beautiful. It's just, mm, mm. Danny. Oh, my God, and the implications, Danny.
1: I know. The I, implications. I know about that because <laughs> I had to read about Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, my God.
0: You under spoilers. But, no, seriously, you need to watch it, and I'm loving where the show is going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's hilarious. I think I told you maybe I think it's hilarious, uh, the reviews I've seen on IMDb
2: mm-hmm.
0: of people giving it low ratings because they're like, Man, this is so like childish and stupid and I thought we were getting a show about Hawkeye and not this random girl that's like all about it blah, blah blah and I'm like well people um if you you know read comic books you would realize that Kate Bishop plays a huge role in taking over the Hawkeye mantle
1: and not only that she has a key role in the the formation of the Young Avengers
0: exactly
1: which it looks like we're gonna be getting a fucking young Avengers movie.
0: Exactly. Because
1: no. you figure you have, um, Hulk, the new Hawkeye, mm-hmm. Kate Bishop. You have Kamala Khan, Miss mm-hmm. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely you're gonna get, um, Wiccan and Speed. Yep. Who else? America Chavez. Yep. Which also, uh, they revealed uh promotional pictures america chavez oh
0: i don't know if i saw those Mm
1: -hmm. yes part of a lego um box art
0: oh nice
1: yes and also uh apparently one of the lego sets has uh shuma grout oh yes
0: interesting
1: so he might be in
0: a movie oh i'm excited for this Mm -hmm. but all these people i bet that are complaining about it they're you know they're real comic book fans With the dead or not Deadpool, the Spongebob meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just <laughs> the, the
1: SpongeBob chicken.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it, oh, seriously, Hawkeye is so good.
1: I, I really enjoyed it. I, I also enjoyed the fact that it's pretty much like dead on for that uh what is it, Mad Fraction? Yes. Right? Mad Fraction run. Yes. It's so good. Even the visuals are just And that like first scene like on the first episode. The callback.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, even just the Steve Rogers musical, Rogers <laughs> the musical.
1: That, that was a little too much.
0: That was a little too much. <laughs> but it was so I, good. I, I, I enjoy. I'm enjoying all the TikTok videos about it. Mm-hmm. It's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I have.
0: Yes. Uh, that's pretty much all I have. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to say I told you earlier. Um, mm-hmm. especially people in our area who like you know went to our high school, not that fun to Pensbury. Um. Matthew Shuler, he was on a season of The Voice Mm -hmm. on TV, which I occasionally watch the show, not really that often, but I did watch with him on it just because, you know, went to the same school. And also, like, he was one of the very few people in middle school that was actually really nice to me. Mm -hmm. Um, He is planning on releasing a debut album next year on the one-year anniversary of his father's death. Um, He needs to raise money for it um so he has um on kickstarter uh for donations he needs the money by january 2nd is the goal um so the website for anybody who's able to do at least some sort of contribution he's an extremely talented person he's a ama- like absolutely just amazing nice person in all. Like, I remember when Brian and I went to go see him live in Philly. Mm-hmm. He was going through the crowd and he was, like, saying hi to everybody, introducing himself. And then he approached me and he saw me and he was like, hi, I'm Matt. And then just stopped and looked at me and was just like, did you go to Pennsbury? And I was just like, holy crap, you actually <laughs> remembered me? It was one of those moments where, like, the popular guy in high school just knows you. Mm-hmm. Like, that you see in the movies where it's like, oh my god, you recognize me? This is weird. It was like that moment. Yeah. And, he was just, and I was like, yeah, like... We went to say middle school and high school and he's like oh my god it's so great to see you and he was just hugging us and talking to brian and i and he was he was such a sweet person Mm -hmm. and and i can always just see him being like down to earth completely um but extremely talented um definitely if you any little bit helps for anybody to put in some money the website um it's very long so bear with me but you can find it on his facebook page matthew schuler um it is Kickstarter.com slash project slash Matthew Schuler slash We Get There, the debut album, Matthew Schuler. And that's it. But yeah, any again, any little bit helps for anybody who's able to make some contribution. Um, definitely worth it. And like, just. Yeah. They. I don't know what the word is now. And now I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay it? Okay, I'm struggling okay. to so, find a good ending. Okay,
1: so. Um... Let's push the start button and like reboot,
0: you know. <laughs> <De-doo-doo-doo-doo>. <laughs> oh, we know we need. <laughs> ah.
1: <Forever. laughs> okay, so
0: but if yeah. you're old
1: enough to know that joke, then you know that
0: yeah, joke. Yeah, you get it. Um, but yes, any little bit helps for anybody who can uh, make the magic happen, yes. as Disney would say. <laughs> Thank you in advance. Yes. Yeah, I think that is it. Um, so I guess at this point we'll just start with the movie. Yes. So in ooh, voice cracked. <laughs> <laughs> so in honor of the Christmas season. Yes. Today's episode will all be all about Muppet Christmas Carol.
1: Yay. It's a new episode of
0: Muppet Show! Yay! <laughs> One of my favorites, and it is your favorite.
1: Yes, my favorite rendition of A Christmas Carol. And, yeah, my favorite Christmas movie.
0: Yes. My, my favorite, I don't know if my favorite is um, A Christmas Story or if it is Die Hard. Fair enough. Because Die Hard is a Christmas movie. hmm But, yes, um, on IMDb, it got a 7.7 7 out of 10, which is good, but I think it still should be higher. Yeah. In my personal opinion.
1: Uh let's see. Yes, yeah, so nineteen ninety two it came out. Year I was born.
0: Um the day before I was born. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh yeah. So, December eleventh, nineteen
0: ninety two. Yes.
1: Uh eighty six minute runtime. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh directed by Brian Henson, who is Jim Henson's son. It's his a uh, directorial debut. That's yes. what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Um, screenplay by Jerry Jewell, who has worked on the Muppets since pretty much the beginning. Like he did Sesame Street from like sixty nine to seventy five. back to Sesame Street is that old. <laughs> the Muppet Show from seventy six to eighty one. He did the Muppet movie. He did the Muppets uh, Big what was it
0: Treasure Island.
1: Yes, Treasure I wrote that Island. down. Yes. <laughs> Uh the Muppet Caper. There we go. Oh, uh, yes. And also Fraggle Rock. Yes. Yes. So that, that that's why it's you, you you can tell it's still part of the, the Muppets family.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh <laughs> let's see. It is the fourth theatrical Muppet movie and the first movie or the first Muppet movie under Disney.
0: Is it? Mhm. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. I know it's the first out I hit my hand. I'm trying to take off my sock. Um, I know it was the first Muppet movie where Kermit the Frog is not the main character.
1: Correct. And also the first time that we see Kermit, like, actually walking. Yes. First time they, they're they using CGI. Yes. Yes. Very little CGI. But, but like, blue screen. Yeah. Uh, $12 million budget. And they made $27.2 million in the box
0: office. Yes. And also they... Because it did pretty well in the box office, but then it kind of suffered because of Home Alone 2
2: mm-hmm. was
0: coming out. Which, you know, I like the Home Alone movies, but it's not one of my go-tos personally. Mm-hmm. It just... I don't know. Like I said, I like them. Yeah. I like Tim uh, Tim, Tim, Curry in the second movie.
1: I love you!
0: <laughs> exactly. But I personally like Muppet Christmas Carol better. But this was just my personal opinion.
1: Yeah. I I do love the Home Alone movies. Like, my brother, my mom, and myself would watch it every Christmas season and just crack the fuck up.
0: I Actually, when I came home the other night from work, Brian was watching the first one. And Brian was just like, I just... As a dad, I don't understand how people could just forget their own child. Like, I I agree 100%, especially not just once, but multiple times. Yes. And it's like, okay, you're, you need to fix yourself up a little bit there, guys.
1: And not only that, what does his dad do as a living to afford that house and that many kids?
0: And also being able to take everybody to Paris. Exactly. I just want to know.
1: Mm-hmm. Apparently, you can actually... Um... Airbnb, the McAllister um, house, for yes. like 25 bucks a night.
0: Yep, I did see that, which actually is not that bad.
1: Yeah, but I think you're going to do one night.
0: Yeah, sounds about right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, back to Muppet Christmas Carol.
1: Yes. Okay, so yes. Starring Michael Caine, or as everyone knows, if you want to pronounce it in his voice, you say My Cocaine. Hello, I'm Michael Caine. As Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, Steve McIntosh as Fred, who is Scrooge's nephew. Meredith Braun as Belle, Scrooge's ex-love. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Fiance. Oh,
1: yes, fiance. Uh, Robin Weaver as Clara. Or Clara. Um, Clara. Clara. <laughs> um, Fred's wife, Jessica Fox, as the ghost of Christmas past. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then for the Muppets, you have Dave Goles goals as gonzo waldorf and dr honeydew steve whitmire as kermit rezzo and beaker and the funny thing or not to find this is actually kind of like emotional i guess you could say emotional emotional <laughs> so steve whitmire um took over as kermit after jim henson died yes you know about this one yes okay oh it kind of messed me
0: up oh yeah same Mm -hmm. here i saw it and i was just like oh my god my heart
1: yeah so he had um had reservations of uh taking up the role kind of terrified and stuff like that so the night before i think it was the night before filming right yes yeah night before filming he ended up having a dream of entering into a brightly lit hotel room lobby lobby uh and seeing jim henson there and him pretty much giving him the okay.
0: Yes, like you can you got this yes. kind of a situation. And then after that he felt like more mm-hmm. calm about going into it, which oh my god breaks my heart.
1: hmm Okay, where was I? Oh, yes. Frank Oz, the great Frank Oz <laughs> as Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Sam the Eagle, and Animal. And if you don't know who Frank Oz is, then all you gotta hear is <clears throat> Yes. <laughs> that, 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 that one, <laughs> it looks like it hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yoda. Uh Jerry Nelson as Robin the Frog, aka Tiny Tim, uh Statler and the Ghost of Christmas Present.
0: Yes. And then I don't know if you have it on here but I have also on here the composers. We have this um the songs by Paul Williams and then the score by Miles Goodman. And, I always forget
1: that Paul Williams has a score. or usually does like the music for Muppets movies.
0: Yes, and I actually have on here uh, something that I absolutely loved when I saw. I wrote down a lot. Hold on, now I gotta actually turn to that page because I knew I wouldn't remember all of it. Mm-hmm. But um, actually, um, around that time, Paul Williams did a lot of songs for a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had also struggled with alcohol and cocaine addiction, yep. and among, among other various drugs. Mm-hmm. So he had checked himself in a rehab. Um, and then after he came out, he was approached uh, to do big um, Christmas Carol. Yeah. And um, I wrote down on here, uh, this was a quote from Paul Williams that I found on an article um, from The Vulture, I believe it was. Uh, Paul Williams had said, When I got sober, the career I thought I had was pretty much gone. I just fell in love with recovery. I felt like that's all I wanted to do, and I didn't know if I was ever going to write music again. And then I was asked to write the songs from the Muppets Christmas Carol. every now and then the universe will line up to do something at the right time in your life. Um, and then basically, what he had said, um as he's like writing the songs he says on here, I was losing I was longing to live life in a totally new way, one day at a time, trusting that what I needed was within me to get things done. And I'm sitting down to write these songs and I'm writing about Scrooge, a man who's learning to live life in a whole new way, who's having a spiritual awakening. So it was kind of like Paul Williams resonated with Scrooge uh, more so towards the end. Um, And the director, Brian Henson, had said that he had resonated almost more powerfully than anybody with the redemption story of Scrooge. Um, And also, quote from The Vulture, the article I was reading... Uh, but it was Williams' Overflowing Gratitude and New Lease on Life that poured out in songs like It Feels Like Christmas, Bless Us All, and Thankful Heart.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just nice, like, you know, when you know myself, like, yeah. I, like, work a lot with people in recovery and from addiction and stuff like that, and also my own brother.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just nice to see how even a movie like this, where it's a kid's movie, yeah. can really touch somebody's heart and mm-hmm. really make a difference in their lives yeah because i'm sure that this was more of a push to even continue for him to continue to get better oh mm-hmm. i just i read that story and i'm just like oh my god it's so beautiful oh but yes it, that really reading all of that really just yeah it, it resonated with me and it was just absolutely beautiful and i loved it
1: oh so i just love fall williams
0: Abs yeah same here
1: well the, the dexter's lab episode with him in it yes when your music meets the you.
0: <laughs> oh, and also one uh, one more thing that uh, Polly Williamson said. The essence of emotion that I felt was in the lyrics of Thankful Heart. There was a connectedness to the world around me and a level of gratitude that to this day is probably one of the most powerful emotions I've ever experienced. Hmm. And uh, again, just absolutely yeah. beautiful. And it really touched my frozen heart.
1: Uh. Okay, so, uh, you notice the um, the um, bunny Muppet? You know the story behind him, behind him? I don't think I know. Okay, so,
0: <laughs> he was
1: purposely made to get pretty much ragged on the entire movie because he tested well with test audiences and thought that he was really cute. Uh-huh. But all the puppeteers thought... That he was annoying and they hated him because he was too cute. So like, let's just put him through the ringer.
0: Oh, my God. And you know what's funny? is like, I was actually thinking before we started, or when we started watching and the bunny came up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when it came to the Muppets, I didn't watch them as much as other things when I was a kid.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, I'm going to have to look it up because there's, I remember uh, the Muppet, everything because i've seen like almost all of the movies like once at least
2: mm-hmm.
0: but uh, muppets christmas carol i've watched constantly like every year it's a tradition for me and my parents to watch yeah but i remember and i like it literally clicked in my head as we as i saw him on the screen when we were watching this movie there was another movie that i remember watching over and over and over again with him in it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and hold on i gotta oh. I pulled it up on my phone during the movie. Alright, I looked it up and it is The Tale of the Bunny Picnic.
1: Yep, yeah, I have, I, nothing. Nothing.
0: Yeah, no, I can't, it's not on any streaming services. I can't even get the DVD off of Amazon. Apparently on com, you can get a DVD, but I do not know this website so I don't know if I would trust it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But, oh my god, I remember having that movie on repeat as a child and I was obsessed with it. I think it was because during that time I had an obsession with bunnies. Which I still love bunnies, but that was is like that, a hardcore obsession.
1: Is that before or after you um try to steal the what was it? Mouse? The rat? Rat? Mm-hmm.
0: Before. <laughs> but at the time, I think we had gotten our bunny jasmine. So that might have been it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, it's apparently in the abyss somewhere of finding it. So if anybody is able to find this, it's called The Tale of the Bunny Picnic, and I would love you forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that was my first memory of seeing that bunny on uh, Muppet Christmas Carol.
1: Uh, let's see. <clears throat> yes, uh, like I said, it was the first Muppet movie without Jim Henson, and that was after his death, two years prior to this movie in nineteen ninety. Have you ever seen the funeral?
0: I don't think I have. Oh my god! But there was actual footage of the video of the actual funeral.
1: It was one of the um, the ceremonies. Oh, okay. It's the one that they did in London. Okay. And they actually have, like, the Muppet performers that work with Jim Henson, like, singing songs and stuff like that. Huh. Um, Also, Jim Henson didn't... He gave everyone, like, um... What was it? They provided everyone, like, um butterflies and stuff like that like foam butterflies yeah because he didn't uh-huh. want anyone to be sad at his funeral
0: oh of course he didn't
1: and then this is literally called like the saddest moment ever recorded because it's carol spinney as big bird uh as um big bird mm-hmm. in costume as big bird singing it's not easy being green and you can hear him breaking down as he's singing
0: i think i heard about that part
1: as Big Bird.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard about that part.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no. It, no, yeah, no. All
0: right, I'm gonna have to actually look that up and watch it.
1: No, uh, I'll have you. Watch, I'll put it on the TV when when we're done.
0: Yeah, there we go. Sounds right. We'll make Liz cry some more.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine.
0: We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's. I'm playing it back in my mind.
0: All I right. don't want it. I don't <laughs> want it. <laughs> Fetal position. <laughs>
1: Um. Okay. yeah, So yes. Yeah, so, like, uh, first time seeing Kermit actually walking. Yes. And talking at the same time, and that took ten puppeteers. Uh mm-hmm.
0: huh. Yep. I saw that. And then also, um, they were on what was it? Uh, because you can see it, and well, I never, I never noticed it before. The
1: rotating drum.
0: The ro- Thank you. That's it. The rotating drum. I didn't notice it before. Obviously, I just figured it was mm-hmm. like panning like down the street. Um, but then I, there was the rotating drum that they were walking on Mm -hmm. and I was like, that's cool. And of course then I saw it when we were watching the movie.
1: Yeah. Once they ruined the magic, then it's never the same.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I still enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Um, almost all of Gonzo's lines are from the actual book.
0: Yes. Which it's been a while since I've read the book. Same. So I want to reread it. I, I think... actually want to reread a lot of Dickens stuff because I've always enjoyed his stuff, mm-hmm. like Tale of Two Cities*. Oliver Twist.
1: I think the last time I read it was like ninth grade.
0: I think for me it was senior year of high school. Just because I, just it was just on my own terms. I just mm-hmm. read it because I wanted to. Yeah. Same. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh yeah. So the movie was filmed in Shepperton Studios in England. On sound stages, and all the sets were built about four feet off the ground Mm -hmm. to let the performers do their thing underneath. So, that being said, all the human actors had to walk on fucking, what is it, two-foot planks?
0: Yes. So, it was a little difficult for the human actors to walk, but they did a good job. Oh, yeah. They Uh, made it work.
1: At least Michael Caine. Well yes. Michael Caine.
0: And also, uh, Michael Caine had said that this was this movie was the most memorable to him.
1: Mm hmm. And also it's one of his favorite scenes is the When Love Is Gone scene. <laughs>
0: scene. Mm-hmm. That scene. Mm
1: hmm.
0: We're gonna get into that when we get to when we talk about the movie.
1: It should be Because i 'cause I'm I'm done. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: But yeah, the only thing that I have, because um, the rest I'll probably throw in as we're talking about the movie. But mm-hmm. um, Michael Kane had told producer and director that he was going to play this movie like he was in a royal Shakespeare company.
1: That he would not act muppety. Yes. Nor wink.
0: Or smile. Well. In. Yeah. Scenes where he shouldn't be smiling. Yeah, like a he
1: type of wink. You know the. Yeah.
0: Yes. But that, that, that little wink. Yeah,
1: yeah, you you know what you know what we're talking about.
0: If, for people who know us and what the faces we make, just like you like you know what we're talking about. Like
1: the heh, heh.
0: <laughs> you know what we're doing. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. So finally getting into Muppets, Christmas
0: Carol. Yes.
1: And I just love that opening panning shot of the village.
0: Yes, when it goes from the sky where um I believe at that point it's as I draw my pen, sunrise. Yes. Yes. Um, how it goes from the sky and then it slowly pans onto the rooftops of the four-foot-tall f- houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all slowly all handmade. All handmade, yes. And as it's like Tom saying each of the characters, um, and then finally it pans onto the street mm-hmm. of London.
1: London. And that's all I had.
0: Because <laughs> there's no place like London.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's what was going in my mind. (laughs) Oh, so so you get like the you know little interactions between characters or whatnot as you're going through the street. And the one that always stands out to me is the melons.
0: Oh yes, the The melons
1: in the back of the cart. They're like,
0: we're being stolen! Help! Help (laughs) me! Help (laughs) me! (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot about that scene until we were watching it. I was like, oh yeah.
1: It again. I just love the Muppets, and like you finally see. Rizzo the Rat and Gonzo as Charles Dickens. Yes. I, I love them two together.
0: It's so good. It, and,
1: it's pretty much me and Brian.
0: That's what I was just going to say. We decided today, actually, when we were watching the movie, because Danny had asked me who was who with Rizzo the Rat and um, Gonzo, and my response was, Brian is Rizzo the Rat. Yes. And you are Gonzo. And oh. he's going to have to accept that, mm-hmm. whether he wants to or not. But I did like how, um, when Gonzo was saying that he's Charles Dickens, like, Rizzo was just like, oh, yeah, a blue furry Charles Dickens hanging out with a rat. (laughs) And then he starts talking about, like, I know this book like the back of my hand. Oh, yeah? Prove it.
1: (laughs) Okay, fine. There's a mole (laughs) on my thumb and a scar on my wrist from when I
0: was... (laughs) (laughs) Not your hand, the book or the story. And also, I was thinking about it. I was like, I was looking at my own hands as he was saying that and i'm like honestly i don't think that i could ever describe the back of my hand because i haven't ever actually paid that much attention to it same and i hear that saying all the time and every time i hear it i think about that where i'm like i don't know how to describe my hands there's freckles everywhere the only, and there's veins the,
1: the only one i could think of is that specifically on my left hand i have these two hairs that always grow on the side of my hand and they're always there and i pluck them and they always come back
0: Although I can say now, um, on my one finger, there's a scar, because of a cat at work. That I can say on my left hand, specifically on my pointer finger.
1: Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Gonzo using Rizzo as a washcloth. Oh,
0: wait, no. Before Before you say that, I just because one thing I really liked what they did was when they first show. Um, Ebenezer Scrooge coming around the corner, and because the, the very beginning of the movie everything is bright and cheery and happy, but then as soon as we go to that corner, it just darkens mm-hmm. immediately. The entire because the entire song that they have um, at the beginning of the movie, it just where they're all singing about Ebenezer Scrooge the whole time. It's just all dark and abysmal and cold, and because it just sets up the entire meaning of what Scrooge is and basically like the angry and the Bah humbugness. Yeah. and I just I, I like that little sudden change that they had in there
1: mm-hmm. okay then we go into <laughs> charles dickens quote unquote uh using grizzle the rat as a washcloth to clean the window and that scene always cracks me up
0: man this city really is filthy just picks him up and just starts cleaning just, the window
1: he just manhandles my man like that or my rat he grabs him by his collar just yokes him up against the window and goes
0: Oh my god! Yeah, that that was that was nice. I I even had picked that up as well because that scene is just funny every single time.
1: Mm-hmm. So we go into the actual building and you see the interaction between Scrooge and finally meeting Cratchit, right? Bob Cratchit. Yes, Bob Cratchit. Kermit but, the Frog. Kermit the Frogger. Um, so the uh, bookkeepers are complaining about it being cold. And he says how what well, he says, uh, would you rather be fired? And then they yeah. back to the rats. They're all dressed up in Hawaiian gear.
0: Heat break. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm in Atlanta. laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's
1: those little jokes like that that I love so much. It, it's like um with um the Muppets Treasure Planet, the the sound off. Yes. <laughs> what is it? Uh Big-eyed baby eating O'Brien or something like that. Something
0: along those lines. It's it, been a while since I've seen that movie.
1: And it's just, like, this gorgeous woman, but she's, like, here.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh-huh. even, like, because uh, um, his fr- uh, n- uh, nephew, Fred, yes. comes waltzing in. And I even, like, thought about how, like, I definitely was more like Fred when it came to Christmas when I was younger. Same. Now as the years go on it's like slowly maybe not Scrooge, but at least Grinch-like.
1: I say Squidward-like.
0: Okay, now that's fair. Yeah,
1: Squidward-like.
0: Squidward-like as an adult. Mm-hmm. Billy like Fred comes waltzing in all teary, being like, it's Christmas! Merry Christmas everyone! And,
1: and then now we're all like, we have bills to pay! I have to work on Christmas.
0: <laughs> exactly. And like, you know now Christmas has become all about the shopping and the
1: consumerism
0: of it all and the corporate America and all that fun stuff and it's just things were just more cheerier when we were children
1: Mm -hmm. that's why I like what Rachel does she makes us all gifts
0: I wish I could do that if I was creative like Rachel she's so creative I'm
1: jealous Uh, I'm I'm just procrastinating I procrastinate
0: but she puts so much thought and love I into our know. presents and it just makes me so happy every year and then I'm just I, like I love you Rachel.
1: Like I just pulled out my, my koozie that she made. Oh yes. Yes.
0: I always have my Batman blanket mm-hmm. that I love so much and Marvel's loves as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes and then we have um, the 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 charity people yes the charity people come in asking Dr.
1: melon and um, Beaker, Beaker.
0: <laughs> them coming in and you know of course like uh, Fred donates some money,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then they you would like granted I don't know where these people are supposed to be in on the in that town or anything like that. But you would think that Scrooge is probably such is such a well known man that oh yeah you would think that they would know like bad idea. <laughs> but that's in the story too because they're also in the story as well coming in for asking for charity. Yeah, and then that's when um because they were talking about the poor houses or the prisons, mm-hmm. and Scrooge says that that's where they should go um instead of asking for money from him and then they were like but some would rather die and then he's just like well they better get along and do it Mm -hmm. and and increase the surplus population decrease decrease sorry thank you oh uh
1: yeah so (laughs) they end up leaving in a huff i don't know if you noticed but beaker flips them off does he he flips them off oh i didn't he straight up just flips him off as he's walking out the door. It's the first thing I noticed, and it's the funniest thing because oh it's just. Does that mean that that's why he says meep? Because it's just him being censored entirely.
0: Probably. Oh man, now I'm gonna have to look that up later. Oh my god, my whole sense of reality has completely changed. <laughs> you see his little hand with the middle finger go in. Eh. Oh. My, I, I, you know what? It's something I would do as well. I have done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Uh, and then, of course, you see the bunny after they leave at the door, singing mm-hmm. and asking for a penny for the song. And um, Scrooge just
1: slams the door in his face first, mm-hmm. and then sees the uh, the Christmas tree, and then tosses it at the bunny.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: oh, I'm readjusting my back. Back. Oh. Okay, so then we go into our next musical number.
0: Well, first, we have because um, Bob when the everything is done, the sun goes down, and it's dark outside, and Bob is asking Scrooge for the day off for Christmas, yes, which he does give, mm-hmm. but he has to be there bright and early the next day after Christmas, yeah,
1: and then it's the musical
0: yes, one more sleep till Christmas but mm-hmm. that song is just that kind of always has, like, a little joy in my heart. I remember, like, being a kid, like, Christmas Eve, I would always, like, sing that song. hmm Because, like, especially right before going to bed. Just because that song was so, like, touching and, you know, resonated with me so much as a child. Yeah. And then, um, at the end of the song, they have the star. Mm-hmm. Sh- the shooting star across the sky, and that was in memory in honor of jim henson Mm -hmm. and ever since then now they always have the shooting star in their movies in honor of him
1: oh i didn't know that Mm -hmm.
0: i didn't know that either until i saw that fact but i was like oh interesting now i'm gonna have to watch more muppet movies and pick up on that yeah
1: hmm also um like obviously like having to do all that like puppetry is difficult, but apparently, like, one of the more difficult scenes was, like, the most mundane thing being Kermit blowing out the candle.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that.
1: It took a couple of tries to actually get it done. What they had to do was get an air compressor. Right. an air gun off camera and blow it at the moment that the puppet puckers his lips.
0: Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that on up, too. See if I can pick it up. And then after that we have, um, we go back to Ebenezer Scrooge's house and I just love the dreary, like dark music that they have when he's going up to his doorstep and the knocker is starting to change to Jacob Marley mm-hmm. going, What well, I, what was it that he was saying Scrooge or was he just yelling?
1: I think it was just yelling.
0: Okay. Cause I feel like at least in the book, it's supposed to be him screaming Scrooge.
1: Mm-hmm. Unless he is, it just sounded like a scream. It
0: could have been. Yeah. But. Um, and then you know it, we have a uh, Scrooge going up the stairs, and the entire time he just has like this sense of like fear and dread going mm-hmm. up because of that moment that it just shook him, basically. Yeah.
1: Oh, I think before that we actually see the bunny again, and he's all frozen.
0: Oh yeah, I, re- I actually did write that because he's all like shivering and cold, and it's so sad. Like way before we get to this part
1: mm-hmm. after like, the song. <laughs> uh, again, them doing more.
0: Yeah, the, <laughs> the poor bunny.
1: He didn't deserve it.
0: No, he didn't.
1: Uh what 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 actually happened with this that uh, um, Rizzo ends up saying, "Are you Hoy?"
0: Um.
1: Did he get knocked out of the window at that point?
0: Maybe. He might have.
1: Something happened. All, all I all I remember is,
0: "Are you Hoy?" <laughs> and then also when um because you know the whole dreariness where he's like you know alone and he's i think at one point he like turned around and his robe was hanging up and mm. he thought it was a person so he just knocks it over i've had moments like that where i think that someone is like behind me in a corner and i'm just like ah! and i just like <laughs> knock it over like the furby actually no that was a legit reason of you know me sleeping and I and all of a sudden i hear my furby going i'm gonna kill you liz <laughs> i'm gonna kill you in your sleep turned out it was my brother Putting like a walkie talkie or a tape recorder or something in the Furby, and I just chucked it out the window. (laughs) And that's why I'm terrified of Furbies. I don't like Furbies. Keep them away from me. Anyway, I'm
1: going to get you a Furby.
0: Don't you dare. Our friendship will be over. (laughs) Not really. I'll just ignore you for like five minutes. (laughs) Uh. I'll
1: put it in a Batman box.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) No. No.
1: I put a little Superman symbol on the on the Furby.
0: God, that's even worse. <laughs> and a little cape. Ah no. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, uh Stantler and Walder as Jacob, Robert, Marley.
0: We're Marley and Marley. It's perfect. It's so good. And <laughs> also we have a dog that comes into the hospital named uh Jacob Marley. Really? Yes. And every single time I see the dog's name, I instantly just have that song stuck in my head <laughs> for the rest of the shift. And it's great.
1: I mean, there's also, there is a way to get the song out of your mind. This song's gonna get stuck Stick inside your head. This, this,
0: this song's gonna get stuck inside your head. This song's gonna get stuck inside your head. Oh, I love that song.
1: <laughs> and now it's stuck in your head. That's... And now it's stuck in your head, too.
0: <laughs> Perfectly fine. Uh, but also, like, I was picking up because, like, I've heard that song, like, a million times, and then I remembered how uh, they threw out the entire orphanage,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Marley and Marley, and they were all shivering in the cold, heading onto their teddy bears. And I'm like...
1: Frostbitten teddy bears.
0: Frostbitten teddy bears, yes. I'm like, damn, those guys are just cruel. <laughs> and that's why they're in chains in hell. Yes. Um.
1: So, yeah, they, that's when they tell him that he's going to be visited by three ghosts.
0: Yep, and they're pulled down by the chains down the staircase. Mm-hmm. And I also just, I like the scene, because I like scenes like this whenever movies do this, is when, like, as they're going down, the light is fading, Mm -hmm. and then it turns into pitch blackness, and then it's lit up again by the fire coming back into the fireplace. And then you see Scrooge by himself in his room.
1: Yeah, I I love those little lighting tricks like that for like transitions.
0: Yeah, me too. I feel like it's, as long as it's done well, it's just a beautiful transition there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then we also have uh, Rizzo and Gonzo at the gate. Yes. Where literally Gonzo is having Rizzo jump from the top of the gate, and he's ter- two things scare him, heights and jumping from them. <laughs> and so he jumps, I Gonzo misses him, and doesn't catch him, and he falls into the snow. And then he realized that he forgot uh, his beans. Jelly beans. Jelly beans, yes. So he just went through the bars of the <laughs> gate, got his beans, and then went right through back. And Gonzo's just like, you can fit through the bars? Yeah? What's your point? <laughs> Never mind.
1: <laughs> oh, I was giggling. like that was. G- I was giggling so much at this.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that one, that one was good.
1: And then, um... What do we have from there? That's when the Ghost of Christmas Past starts?
0: Yes, because, um... Uh, Gonzo and Rizzo are on the tree branch. Mm-hmm. And then you hear Gonzo going, Expect the first ghost... When the bell tolls one. And he has like that echo in his voice. Yeah. And then the bright light comes from um, Scrooge's window.
1: Mm-hmm. I still, I don't know why, but I said this during the movie. I expected him to say Expecto Patronum.
0: Oh, yes. Because expect.
1: Like, dope Patronum. Well,
0: so it was the light and also the way that the, the noise that they were making mm-hmm. um, during that light scene is kind of also the same like the same noise that they have whenever the yeah. Expecto, Patrono's char- Expecto Patrono charm is used in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And I remember that because it's been on all weekend long. Because <laughs> every time it's on TV, my parents put it on.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I love those movies and books.
0: They're good, but sometimes it gets very tiring watching them every weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> that's why I spaced them out.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have with the ghost of Christmas past, um, it was actually a puppet that they had put in a water, like a tank of water.
1: I think they tried first uh, baby oil.
0: Yes, but and, that didn't work.
1: Yeah, It worked the first time, but it was going to be too expensive to...
0: Oh, yes. So they put her in like a water tank mm-hmm. and green screened her into the shot. So it looked like that she was
1: floating floating
0: in the air when she was actually floating in water.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of like what did they with, uh, 300? With the, uh, Oracle? Yes. hmm
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yes. But yeah, and then we take her, um, Scrooge into his past. And you can already tell, I feel like that, um, he's already more gentle with the first ghost mm-hmm. than he is. Because if it was anybody else, like, the people asking for charity money, yeah. like, he would have instantly been rude, but, like, I think he was already, like, afraid where, like, this random spirit is just in my house. I guess I should be as nice as possible. Yeah. And it's a little child. Mm-hmm. She looks all innocent and angelic.
1: Yeah. And creepy.
0: And creepy, yes.
1: Yes. At least this version. Yes. Um Yeah, so we see his childhood in the school. And him staying behind because he wants to study and in- use it as an opportunity to get you know further on mm-hmm. uh and you pretty much see his entire childhood flash before his eyes
0: and i like the way that they did that because you yeah. know they had him move throughout the screen and then they would have him like stop he'll go to the window and then he'll kind of freeze and then uh you'll see the frozen version of him still at the window but then another older version of him walking away and going to a desk and then slowly the version at the window kind of disappeared. And mm-hmm. then he freezes at the desk, moves away from that, and that image slowly disappears. And I just like the way that that was done. I feel yeah. like that, that was a very smooth editing process that mm-hmm. they did.
1: But also just shows, like, it's kind of sad to live that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because points out that it's like, you know, he's lived a lonely childhood. And then Rizzo's just like, you know, rats never have this problem. And Gonzo's like, You've never felt alone as a child? And Rizzo's just like, I've had, I have 1,224 brothers and sisters.
1: Brothers and sisters.
0: Brothers and sisters, yes. So it's like, yep, he definitely does not know what that's uh, like.
1: He's a Joyzy rat.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's a Jersey
1: rat from Joyzy, you know. Um. But from there, they end up taking him to.
0: Well, we meet with because I I just because oh, yeah, the, the, they meet up with the teacher, the yeah, professor, and he's going like talking to him about business and you know how it's important and blah blah. And then he's like, "It's the American way." And then Gonzo is like eh, whispering to his ear a little bit. Oh, oh, it is the British way. Like, also,
1: and well, I, I didn't pick just, up
0: all that as a kid.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids, the the kid that plays young Scrooge his delivery of that line that he said uh, it's ma- master something blah 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 why does it sound like something straight from episode 3 of Star Wars
0: that yes, had master? yes because it does
1: mm-hmm. like I I can picture the, the one song when he's killing all the younglings playing in the background yep I picture that
0: yep because pretty much that's it mm-hmm. and then also as we're um as Scrooge is being taken out with a goes to a Christmas pass, you can hear the uh, professor in the background saying, remember, don't tip the driver. Yes. <laughs> it's like, okay.
1: <laughs> so that's where he gets it from.
0: You, yeah, part of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, if he grew up... Wait, he wasn't lonely, he had a sister.
0: And also at one point, because when Scrooge is looking at all the kids running out of the school, he says, there's Henry, my best friend. Yeah. And I, I even thought about that. I was just like, how alone was he if he at least had one best friend? Whatever.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see, what do we have? Oh, so we get to, that. that's when we get to fi- uh, Fozzie Wigs.
0: Yes, his party.
1: Yes, Fozzie just, just They had to have, like, thought of it beforehand. They'd be like, okay, we can actually use his name in here. Exactly. I love it. I, I love Fozzie. He's one of my favorites. Oh,
0: yeah, he's always fantastic. waka. Waka. <laughs> And then, of course, he's trying to get everybody's attention for the speech he's about to make. And then nobody's listening. Everyone's still busy talking. And Animal's just like, quiet! And I'm like, that's me. Mm -hmm. Yelling at everyone to shut up.
1: So you're a combination of Monster and, um, or Animal and Miss Piggy?
0: Yes! Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that later. (laughs) Uh,
1: but, yeah, the, that's when they're lighting the lamps outside. (laughs) And Charles Dickens ends up lighting... Rizzo's tail on fire. He's like,
0: light the lamp, not the rat! Light the lamp, not the rat! <laughs> and I think, isn't that when you said that you compared, uh, it was, them was like you and Brian? Yeah. And then you asked me, which one's which? Brian is Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: Oh, uh, so yes, um, after that, he. that's when Scrooge ends up, or he starts seeing his memory of meeting Bell. Bell, yes, yes,
0: because Fuzzywig mm-hmm. introduces them, and then immediately, as soon as he sees her face, he's just captivated by her beauty because she is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, but yeah, because then that's when the ghost takes Scrooge to see the scene, mm-hmm. the scene, yep, the scene, and of course he doesn't want to see it because he knows what's well, about to yeah. happen, and it's. Basically, their breakup, where he's saying, like... Because she wants to get married, but he's just like... Oh, but money. Yeah. marriage costs money and
1: blah, blah, blah. The business isn't running like I wanted, you know? Because it's all business. I still love you, but business.
0: And she's just like, you are a partner now, like, of the business. What are you talking about? And then the scene of the song, When Love Is Gone... hmm Which I absolutely love that scene. It's so beautiful. And, um... Originally, that song, um, for anybody who remembers that scene, where it's basically a, um, that what was it? The Disney chairman, I think it was,
2: mm-hmm.
0: had said that um, it was too adult for children and that children wouldn't comprehend it or be able to sit through it because there weren't Muppets in it. Yeah. So they cut it out and then of lost. Of the theatrical run. Of the theatrical run, and they lost the negatives for it.
1: Yeah, uh, for years, I believe Brian Henson kept a copy of, yeah, he made a copy of the original before it was, um uh, released. Yes, so that stayed, and then those negatives are the ones that got lost.
0: Yes, but then they were found recently.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and surprisingly, because okay, guys, so I remember talking to Danny about how I wasn't, because the DVD I have is my parents', and I remember last year. My parents and I had watched the movie and that scene was not in it. And it made my parent or my mom at least so upset because that is her favorite scene and it makes her cry every single time. Sorry to call you out like that, mom. Um, and so I remember looking that up and realizing that's what happened. So Danny asked me if which version I brought and I was just like, oh, I we only have the cut version So as we're sitting here, we're about to hit play. I noticed that there's the two options, full screen or widescreen, which we usually always pick widescreen. But it said underneath extended version. So we're both like, you know what? Let's just try this one. So of course, when the song When Love Is Gone comes on, I'm just like, yes, I figured it out. Texting my parents right now to let them know that it's here.
1: I literally wrote down and, and at this moment, Liz realized, she had the copy with the song in it all along.
0: This whole time. Uh, but And that scene is just absolutely beautiful. Like, yeah. her singing about basically, like, the, the love is gone because you did love me once, but mm. not anymore. Money is more important. And the young Scrooge walks away, which, come on, dude. Yeah. You gotta fight for her. Not always. But he walks away, and then Michael Caine Scrooge, older Scrooge comes behind her and starts singing with her but starts choking up and crying. mm
2: -hmm.
0: Oh, and then he has to stop singing because he's like choking up and he just can't sing with her and it's just so sad and she walks away. But like, because I remember you and I even said it after seeing that scene that um, when it was cut, it was cut to like, you know, Michael Caine crying his eyes out and Gonzo and Rizzo both crying. Rizzo more than Gonzo. Mm. And with that scene being cut, that amount of crying made no sense.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, it just... Without the song there, it's just not impactful enough. So, I'm really glad that I was able to have this version still on the DVD. So now my parents and I, when we watch this movie together, we'll have that scene and everyone will be happy.
1: Yes. <laughs> Is it too early for breakfast?
0: <laughs> yes. Ooh, supper then! Because <laughs> at this point, Scrooge goes back to the house and he knows once goes to Christmas Past leaves goes to Christmas present was going to come in and he's just basically sitting there just waiting for it to happen
2: Mm
0: -hmm. oh wait because at first um before we go to where I was saying about the breakfast you see Scrooge just sitting in his bed with his hand uh his face in his hands and he's just basically recollecting like everything that happened with him and Belle and you can just tell that he's just still so sad it Mm -hmm. still hits him to this day is it too early for breakfast there it is (laughs) yes okay good supper it's like a hobbit
1: yeah <laughs> second, what was it, second breakfast
0: second breakfast yes second i forget breakfast. all of the thing it's breakfast second breakfast lunch supper dinner i forget i'll have to look that up later mm-hmm. there's a whole thing
1: <laughs> okay so yeah that, we finally get to scrooge meeting the ghost of christmas present yes big old fluffy guy
0: the cheery one
1: yeah i want to give him a hug
0: yeah yeah he's just one of those people
1: like a like a proto um hagrid. Mhm.
0: Mm. And even like with uh cuz like slowly Scrooge is changing as he's speaking with these um ghosts, but like he's still hesitant when this next one comes and he's kind of like slowly walking in the room and he this guy is like constantly repeating himself and Yeah. He's like this giant guy and Scrooge is kind of like you're an interesting character. Mhm. Like you said that already? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, the whole time you can just tell that Scrooge, like, loves this ghost and it's his absolute favorite because yeah. he's just more cheery and bright and fluffy.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so he pretty much catches that bug of, like, being cheery and asks to see friends and family.
0: Yes. But yeah. first, uh, for before that, we had uh, the song, It Feels Like Christmas. Yes. Where that's when you see at the end of the movie where Scrooge is dancing. His
1: happy dance is everything it's to
0: me. Oh so cute. It
1: cures my depression.
0: Yes, exactly. And even, like, I like, because I hate snow, Danny. Mm-hmm. You know I hate snow. Yeah. But I like at the end of that song where it's, like, the snow is lightly falling. Mm-hmm. And it just has that more Christmas vibe going yeah. on with it. And I'm just like, okay, that's pretty cute. As much as I hate snow.
1: Yeah, there's... Like snow on Christmas itself hits differently. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: But yes, then we have Scrooge asking <clears throat> to see family members. Yes. So he goes to his uh, nephew Fred's house with uh, mm-hmm. his wife Clara.
1: Yes, Clara. And that's when they start playing that game. Yes of, and no. Um, yes, yes and no. <laughs> and they're trying to guess what he's uh, thinking about. And Scrooge is like getting involved. He's like, "Is it? Is it a cat? It's
2: a cat." I said that. I said that first.
1: <laughs> and, like, like you, you feel for it, because he's, like, starting to, like, you know, actually, like, get into it.
0: Because they even say, like, they say, let's play a game. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, they play games at Christmas? And the ghost is like, I love games. So mm-hmm. you can see that he's getting into it, and he's just like, oh, like, this is cool. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you kind of feel bad for him once they realize, oh, it's an unwanted creature. It's not a cat or a rat or anything like that. It's Ebenezer Scrooge. And, like, the look on Michael Caine's face just going from that instant change where he's just happy to just yeah basically hit by a brick. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're also just like, well, dude, that's kind yeah. of what you get for being an asshole.
1: Yeah, that's very true. That's true enough. Uh, so, after he hears that, he wants to go to a different place. Mm-hmm. um, He he says this a lot throughout that, uh, I don't want to see anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, because he's starting to realize yeah. the error of his ways. And, like, it's actually starting to hit him.
1: Yeah. But uh, that th- 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 is also a thing where, like, people that have done wrong and don't see that they do wrong Mm -hmm. they don't want to hear the truth
0: exactly now it would be different because i don't think scrooge is like a narcissist because narcissist people like no matter what you do unless they want to go to therapy and change themselves like they will not Mm -hmm. realize or accept the fact that they're doing wrong yeah like i know you've never watched well maybe you've seen a few episodes when i would watch it in the apartment but uh one tree hill The show
1: vaguely, vaguely, yeah, like
0: the one the dad, um, uh, uh, Dan Scott, Mm -hmm. played by uh, Paul Johansson, um, he's truly a narcissist where no matter what he does not see that he's doing anything wrong because he just cares about himself that much.
1: Yep, I, I know, I know.
0: Yeah, you, you know those people. I know. Whereas Scrooge, I think it's more like he's just kind of more greedy than anything, Mm -hmm. and just the way that he was also raised, but him realizing behind closed or what's going on when he's not around like the things that people are saying it's like oh i messed up i gotta yeah. he's starting to realize that he needs to fix himself
1: mm-hmm. um so yeah uh the ghost ends up taking him to cratchit's place yes and you finally meet tiny tim
0: Which I even wrote it down. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I think that this (laughs) Tiny Tim is my favorite version of Tiny Tim. Mm -hmm. He's just so adorable. Yeah. (laughs) Plus,
1: I just like frogs.
0: Yeah, frogs are adorable. I like frogs. (laughs)
1: Um, What did I put there? Like, again, like this whole scene of him, like, watching Tiny Tim, and you see him start to, like, it's like that Grinch moment of the heart growing three times his size.
0: Like when I started to like Brian. Yes. Or when I realized that I was starting to have that big weird crush on him. Um, but yeah, when he realized through the window that Tiny Tim is sick.
2: hmm
0: And he needs to be taken care of. But, um... Because then he, Tiny Tim starts singing the Bless Us All song. Mm-hmm. Which, that's also one of my favorite songs. Because yeah. that one is just... And I even, um... Because as they're singing and they're kind of panning throughout the family singing that song, I love the candles that they have like surrounding them, like that gentle like flickering light. Yeah. That shows around them, like that scene. That I feel like that just adds to like the beauty of that scene. Exactly. Yes. And then Miss Piggy. Well, before that, when uh, I know I'm jumping around here Mm because my brain is like mush, but uh, (laughs) uh, Bob Cratchit, being the nice man he is, makes a toast to Ebenezer Scrooge, Mm -hmm. and Miss Piggy is just like all hot and bothered because she's just like yeah. <Response> Scrooge. He's rude and arrogant and badly dressed. That's you. Yeah. I. I that's when I wrote down I mm-hmm. am Miss Piggy. Yes. It's A- great. An Animal. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A mix of Animal and Piggy.
1: Also going back to that scene where you see Animal like that the one scene of him just having to withhold himself With the drums in front of him. And just hit the triangle. Should be a poster for depression.
0: Yes. And then just start banging on the drums. Yes. I forgot we didn't mention that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I love that part because he
1: looks so sad. He's like, ding. Ding. (laughs) It's
0: like, I can't be this still.
1: But yeah. um, After... Tiny Tim is finished with a song. You know, he's like,
2: That's when he starts coughing. coughing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Just yeah. like that? Yeah, just
1: like that. <laughs> it's the, um, the Jim Carrey. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know the one I'm
0: talking about. Yeah, right? I, I do.
1: <laughs> that would be a fun movie to do one of these days. Maybe for next Christmas.
0: Yeah, Yeah. next year. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Um, the, wait, Grinch? the Christmas Carol or the Grinch? Grinch. Grinch. Okay, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree.
1: No, we can, no, we're not doing another Christmas character. Yeah, no. No, we go with this one. This one's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's too many.
1: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, d- like, just appreciate Sir Michael Caine's performance in that scene. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's so good.
0: But even, because also remember when he had asked uh, Christmas, Ghost of Christmas Present what happens to Tiny Tim, and he's like, that's not my era, like, that is the Ghost of Christmas future Mm -hmm. um but then he makes the comment basically being like you know i don't see it looking that well like i see an empty chair with a a crutch without an owner and then he said well but if he's gonna die he better do it quickly Mm
1: -hmm. to decrease the decrease surplus population
0: yep basically and then you can just see scrooge looking at him like oh crap that's what i said yeah it's like well Mm -hmm. that's what you wanted
1: exactly um uh, there
0: It fades into the back or it well it fades into the uh gravesite yes, yeah
1: and I, I also like the fact that you can tell that that ghost is getting older.
0: With this white hair. Mm-hmm. hmm
1: That was like nice such even for a Muppet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because like he Kristen, the present is short. Like literally five seconds ago was the past. Yeah. So he's just ever rapidly changing. Mm-hmm. And then he tells him, because Scrooge doesn't want him to leave because that's his favorite one. Yeah. And he's so sweet and merry, mm-hmm. but he's like, I gotta go, man.
1: Yep. And then we finally start reaching into the ghost of Christmas future.
0: Yes, because after Christmas. Christmas yet to come. Yes, yet yes. to come. Because then um, the different rainbow colored sparkles Yeah. The for the ghost Christmas present, and then he the disappears. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you
1: got the think snap.
0: Yeah, just more pretty.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then the fog rolls in, and that's when the Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come appears before us. My favorite one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, you know, he looks like the Green Reaper almost every time. Yep. In every rendition.
1: Except for Pete.
0: Except for Pete. That was for uh with Mickey Mouse and the Disney version and all that stuff. Because I just don't like Pete. Pete always bugs me. He's annoying.
1: I like his son. His son's
0: cool. His son is cool, but that's pretty much it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I, I really do love this rendition of the Ghost of Christmas get to come. Mm-hmm. Like, visually, it's striking. Oh, yeah. Especially with the long arms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of
0: him pointing everywhere.
1: Yeah. Just very creepy. You know, he doesn't point, like...
0: It, yeah, he yeah. kind of, like, has his pointer finger and his thumb out. And then the rest of the three fingers aren't really curled. It's kind of just slightly sticking out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like trying to describe it because um, people can't really see me doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like how Wanda, when she uses her powers, Mm how her fingers are like bent.
1: Yeah. Bent at the the second knuckle. Yes. Yeah, there we
2: go.
1: (laughs) Uh, So yeah, he starts showing him around. Excuse me.
0: How rude.
1: How rude. (laughs) So yeah, uh, first shows him to that group of um, other pigs.
0: The pigs, yes. Talking about how, like, Scrooge should have died sooner. But they obviously don't say his name. Yeah. But they're talking about, like, oh, he's finally dead. It's going to be a cheap funeral.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And he's questioning, like, who are they talking about? I I feel like he should know it.
0: I feel like he did know, but he was also in denial. Yeah. Where he's just like, oh, they can't be talking about me.
1: No. Of course not. No, they're talking
0: about you. Yeah, they're talking about you, dude. And also I was pointing out um, how, because most of the scenes, like during the happy scene specifically, like it's snowing, like that gentle snowfall, Mm -hmm. but here it's just pouring rain. Yeah. And you can tell that it's basically to show like the dark side of everything. Because, you know, death is... Not always. It's not really a happy subject. No. Whether you hate someone or not, usually. These people, obviously, are very thrilled.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they show uh, the people going to the spider. Yeah.
1: They... Basically
0: selling Scrooge's stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, they start off with, what is it? Um...
0: It was his bed curtains?
1: No, no, before that. I think it was a cuffs.
0: Oh, oh yeah, it was... um
1: Mother, Mother Pearl yes. Um, sleeve cuffs.
0: Yes, and then, like, Scrooge is kind of trying to look, like, get a like craning his head so he can get a better look at it. And then it was the curtains, which were cheap fabric. Mm-hmm. And then it was his blankets.
1: That were still warm.
0: That were still warm, and that was the only warmth he had.
1: Mm-hmm. And at that point, he starts to realize that's him that they're talking about.
0: Uh-huh. But then still, he's still in denial where he's yeah. telling the ghost of Christmas yet to come like, oh, so I realize what you're saying. So I'm not like this person that everyone's so happy is dead. I need to change my life. And I'm still just like, oh, sweetie,
1: mm-hmm.
0: still in denial. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's you, my dude.
1: So he wants him to take him to place better, but he ends up taking him over to the Cratchit's place.
0: Yes. Which at first he's happy
1: because,
0: mm-hmm. you know, it's the Cratchit house. It should be happy and... Even, like, I had also pointed out um, in my head, it had stopped raining at that point. However, like, you can see behind them the dark clouds mm-hmm. looming ahead because this is not a happy scene. Yeah. Still, we're still knowing that this is a sad moment. Um, And Scrooge had looked in through the window, and immediately you see the back of Miss Piggy... Um, crying. Crying. Mm-hmm while she's making the food
1: yes that's when her two daughters end up coming to her trying to comfort her
0: yep and then uh her son is turning the goose Mm -hmm. and he um they're saying how bob is coming back soon and he was saying like he's been walking slower these past two nights
1: yeah Uh. then he finally gets home
0: And instead of running to him, like the girls did in the present time, Mm -hmm. they're slowly going up to him and giving him, like, gentle hugs. And Mama Cratchit comes over and says, like, okay, like, guys, go set the table.
1: Mm -hmm. Just so that she can have a moment with him.
0: Yep. And asking how the church setting was, or Mm -hmm. the grave setting basically and Bob is saying like oh like you know it's really nice view on the hill and it's very green over there and you can see the ducks in the pond he always loved the ducks in the pond and I was tearing up at that Mm -hmm. point I was like oh my god
1: and like Scrooge's reaction
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's like not Tiny Tim yeah you can just tell that he's oh my god again Michael Caine just did a fantastic job with the emotion that he had in that scene yeah
1: again he didn't he didn't play it up. He didn't have it. Wasn't quote unquote Muppety. He acted the role.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And you know, they're all at the dinner table. And then I told you the scene that, cause you know, I was tearing up. I was crying. I was like sniffling, but the scene that broke me was when they panned to the chair, Tiny Tim's chair mm-hmm. with his walking stick and his hat just sitting there. Cause for a lot of people, Christmas is a time for a celebration, happiness, and all that fun stuff. But also for another a lot of people, including myself, mm-hmm. Christmas is a reminder of that empty chair that someone is missing. Yeah. And it sucks. It absolutely sucks. It's like the worst part about Christmas for me nowadays mm-hmm. for the past, like, five years. Oh, it's just, oh, okay. There's my emotional side, everybody. <laughs> And then uh, the line that you really liked?
1: Yes. Uh, Kermit saying, life is made up of meeting meetings and partings.
0: And this is, like, the first parting that they're going through. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. And, like, that, that just hits different. At least for, like, I could say personally for myself that hits different this year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. Um, after that, then... Scrooge is asking the ghosts of Christmas yet to be. Wait, what does he do to get him to back to the um, gravesite?
0: Well, he doesn't ask to take him back. Cause so I remember when we go there, he's like, "Why are we back here?" Yeah,
1: right, right, right.
0: Cause I think he actually asked to find out who the man was that everybody was talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's then, what it was.
0: And you can tell, like, as cause the ghost is pointing at the gravestone Mm -hmm. and you can tell scrooge again he knows that it's him because he keeps slightly walking over and then turning away and be like yeah i'm gonna change i promise like everything's gonna be different now um
1: he's avoiding the the truth of what is being shown to him
0: exactly oh also one thing i forgot to point out um again backtracking a little bit when um The ghost first appears to him and he's taking Scrooge to the pigs and all the views of the future. Um, I wrote it down where he, Scrooge says, I'm prepared to follow and to learn with a thankful heart. Yeah. And I'm like, you could, at that point he 100% like has grown Mm -hmm. and that was beautiful. Um, but yeah. And then fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. We go to him slowly walking up to the gravestone and he... Brushes away the snow and he sees his name, and that's when he just breaks and he's just crying.
1: Mm-hmm. Again, Michael Caine doing so good.
0: Cause he's fantastic in anything he does. Yeah.
1: The size of a tangerine.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> uh. So after he sees his name, that's when he goes over to the Ghost of Christmas Yet to Be, pretty much like crying and begging, saying that he's going to change. After all
0: this. Yes. And he's like holding on to um his robes. The mm. ghost robes. And then he kind of falls. And then you see him fall into the bed onto his own. Sheets. Sheets.
1: I feel like there's something a little anticlimactic about that. Just like a quick jump. Not even a jump cut. It was just a quick cut.
0: Yeah, I mean, the one thing that I will give, to, even though I'm not really a fan of this version of um, The Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come, but the, with the... What is his name again?
1: Scrooge McDuck.
0: Scrooge McDuck in the Disney Mickey Mouse version where it's mm-hmm. Pete, who I don't just don't like. Um, that scene was also more, I guess, thrilling, where it's literally... Because I remember it is Scrooge McDuck falling into the grave... Yeah. The whole, his his grave setting, and he falls into, like, the fire, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hell basically coming out to grab him, and then he goes into his room. Yeah. So, I will say, I did like that.
1: Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so now he's back in his room, he's like, you know.
0: And now we're cheerful! Yes, we're, we're happy. happy! We're back to happiness, and done with this emotional bleh.
1: So yeah, he starts, you know, he's jumping around. He's all spry and cheer.
0: He's just like, oh, it's Christmas. Now I got to do this. And also when he, like, looks in the mirror and he sees himself, like, in his robe still. And he's pulling at his hair on the side. So he's like, Ugh. And he just mm-hmm. kind of waves and walks away. Because it's like, oh, no, I need to fix that. i
1: yeah. look ridiculous. No, that's when he goes out the window and <laughs> hits. There's the bunny. Well, uh, for, oh, yeah, first. Yeah, he hits Gonzo and, um. Rizzo off the ledge of the window again. <laughs> again, <laughs> every time that happens, I crack up.
0: It's like y'all need to stop being near the window <laughs> as much as you want to see. Then they
1: ask, you, "Do you think we're safe right now?"
0: <laughs> yes. It's like yeah, we should be fine. Like there's nothing else happening. And then Don't he sh- opens the window. <sighs> then he sees the bunny
1: mm-hmm. on the ground. Starts asking, "You know what day is it?"
0: It's Christmas.
1: It hasn't <laughs> passed yet.
0: It's like, oh, it's still there. Like, oh, yeah, they the ghosts all did it one night. They can do that, you know? Of course they can. And the bunny's just like, yeah, of course they can. I mean, I'd pretty much be like, yeah. you good, dude? <laughs> like, you feeling okay? Uh, But then, you know, that's when he's asking the bunny, like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go get that giant turkey that's still in the window. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a shilling. No, I'll give you five shillings. And then just throws the bag out the window. Mm-hmm. And the bunny's, like, absolutely shocked. He's like, okay. And he runs, knocks into Rizzo and Gonzo. And he's like, oh, sorry. And then runs away again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, that's when we get the little montage and the song, song right? Uh,
0: Thankful Heart, yes. Yes, Thankful Heart. That that song's also very,
1: mm-hmm. I love that song. Yeah, so you get the little montage of him going around, like, picking up stuff, picking up food.
0: And then he also <clears throat> stops by the... Uh, charity people again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, like, whispering in the ear how much he's gonna give them, and he's like, oh my god, that's so, like, I wish we had something to give you! And that's when Beaker gives him his scarf, and he's, Scrooge is just... Yeah. Like, oh my god, I I have a present! No one ever has given me a present it, before. It's the
1: same reaction like uh, Harry Potter when he gets the cake from Hagrid. Yes! Yes.
0: Because that's never happened to him before. Mm-hmm. and Oh, that's just so cute. And he goes around, yeah, like you said, he goes and gets different presents, and the whole town is gathering yeah
1: you know he dropped one off to uh Fosse, wig and um
0: yes mm, I did see his, that
1: his headmaster
0: hmm that was cra- and then he also stops at Fred and Clara's house and they're both like absolutely shocked like what is happening I'm mm-hmm. so confused
1: he drops off presents there and you see how happy Clara looks yep and finally getting to
0: Cratchit's place <laughs> Love that scene. Yes. Love that whole scene of him like shooing people away like, go hide, hide, hide. And he's like, Bob Cratchit. All angry and Mm. stuff. And why weren't you at work today? It's Christmas Day. You gave me off. I, Ebenezer Scrooge, gave you the day off.
1: Does that sound like something I would do?
0: (laughs) But you did. I'm so confused.
1: (laughs) And then Miss Piggy gets involved.
0: Oh my God. Again? Me Mm -hmm. to a T where she's just like, listen, you get off my property. Get out of my doorstep. And he's just still yelling, like ignoring her. And he's just like,
1: you know what I'm going to do?
0: I'm going to raise your salary. And she's like, and I'm going to raise you. She knocks Carmen out of the way (laughs) and just goes, and I'm going to raise you right off of this pavement. And Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, again, me. Like poor Brian would be... Bob Cratchit at that point shoved (laughs) off to the side and me just screaming at his boss, even though I love both of it, I love his bosses. They are beautiful, amazing people. Brian, you can say that I said that, Uh, but if for some reason he had anybody come to his doorstep screaming at him like that, I'd be like, I don't
1: think so. Mm -hmm. I can just picture it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, And as Brian listens to this, he's going to be like, yep, yep, yep. That's my wife. Mm -hmm. That's Liz. Oh. oh that's great also another thing we forgot um, when he was going around dropping off presents mm-hmm. um, he was dropping off coal for the rats mm-hmm. that work in his business and apparently like the kids were really ups- the kids where were watching it were very upset because like they were like why why did he give the rats coals and like the director and the writer completely forgot that Santa gives coal to bad mm-hmm. kids for Christmas like they were like oh whoops forgot about that little fact
1: yeah but no, we get it. We yeah, get it.
0: yeah.
1: The parents can tell
0: it's exactly. Fine. It's fine. Like it's, it's for fine. warmth in the business in the building.
1: Um. But after that, they start bringing all the stuff.
0: Like the turkey, the, the presents, the people, mm-hmm. and they're all just gathered around. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim, who is sitting on Scrooge's lap, and as Charles Dickens points out, and Tiny Tim who did not die. Mm -hmm. it's like yay because at that point Bob Cratchit can afford his medical bills yes even though let's be realistic back then the the medical field was not as great as it is now because they didn't have the technology but and details details
1: yeah it's fine semantics
0: semantics and then um, that's when they sing the love we found that is a reprisal of when love is gone yeah and again like you said
1: it makes sense. It makes sense why the song should be in the movie. Because you got the reprisal of a song that's in the movie that you took out. But. Exactly.
0: And everybody's singing. Um, and at that point, we are going back to the street. There's a long line of people outside the building. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes to the roof of the houses. And then we pan back to the sky. Just like with the opening credits. Mm-hmm. Which I liked that. Yeah, I, basically... I love
1: bookmarks like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even in albums.
0: Yes, Yeah. me
1: too. Which is why this one specific song in Coheed's one album pisses me off to no extent because you have the perfect opening and then you have the perfect ending and then there's another song at the end.
2: Yep.
1: Just change the song. Just put it behind it. <laughs> put it behind it. Fix it. <sighs> like, I, I will create a new playlist just to move that song.
0: <laughs> that i that's perfect and do it i say do it well, i have oh okay then there you go yeah uh but uh good movie yes just definitely like one of my favorite renditions of the book which i need to reread
1: well acted wholesome
0: mm-hmm. muppety oh and one thing i forgot to mention was uh the scene where um they're all at Bob Cratchit's house, like, inside. Mm-hmm. And you can see Fred is there. Clara is not his wife. Yeah. And apparently, a lot of people were very upset. Like, people were actually sending letters to the director and being like, why, why isn't she there? What happened? Did something happen to them? Like, oh my god. Like, Did is her Nina- character die? Yeah, exactly. And literally, he just, like, sent out, like, a message back basically saying, the actress was not able to be there that day. <laughs> She's fine. She just she wasn't there. We it's everything's fine. Mm -hmm. It was like the fact that you had to like announce that it's kind of just funny. But at least it they didn't have it where it was like oh yeah no they're they're divorced or she's dead or something like that Mm -hmm. like no she just simply wasn't there. Yeah, we just didn't bother trying to fix anything. But yeah, and also I was even thinking you can just show how much thought and love that they put into this Mm -hmm. just because like. Of all the emotion that's through, all the writing that's done, um, and even all of the well-thought-out of everything, like, the ten people that it took to have Kermit and Tiny Tim walking, Mm -hmm. um, all the scenes where it fades in and out from each scene, um, uh, Scrooge going through, like, fading through doorways, Mm -hmm. and, um, when him and Ghost Christmas Present was leaving Fred's house... They were walking, and the wall just disappears, and they go into the town. Just yeah. the amount of thought process and planning and talent that they used to put into this was just so well done, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I only have two more facts that I wrote. Uh, George Carlin was actually thought of for Scrooge. Yes. Before they decide on Michael Caine, which I would have, I think I would have loved it. Maybe. Not as much as I love Michael Caine, mm-hmm. but I, George Carlin.
1: Yeah. What
0: a wonderful man he was.
1: I'm just picturing that, like, the rant song.
0: hmm hmm But also, like, he can do, like, emotions really well. because Yeah. Like, whatever you, well, at least me personally. Whenever you think of George Carlin, you just see that crude person that's just not afraid to say the truth. hmm but also with um, the show, the movie Jersey Girl, which apparently yep. not a lot of people liked. I loved mm-hmm. the one that Kevin Smith directed with uh, Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler, even though I'm not her number one fan. And not many people are. Because um, like, George Carlin was in that movie, and he did wonderfully. Because yeah. it's really a sad movie. Mm-hmm. And he played the emotions so well.
1: I haven't seen that movie in a while.
0: Me too. I need to watch it again.
1: It's like Dogma. I can't find Dogma anywhere.
0: Ooh, Dogma.
1: That's a Mm -hmm. good one.
0: Um, And then the other one I had was that uh, this movie had two wins and one nomination. Uh, It was a winner of (laughs) Best Director. Best Direction winner at the Fanta Festival. Uh, The Best Movie for Families winner for the Movie Guide Awards. And it was nominated for a Grammy for the Best Musical Album for Children. Hmm. And the winner of that one that year was Aladdin. That's fair enough. Which fair? Because yeah. Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be realistic here. Yeah,
1: that, that is completely fair enough.
0: Exactly. Did you have any extra stuff for it? Was that it?
1: No, that was it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. And now, ratings?
1: I will give this... Um probably four and a half crutches out of five
0: and and why
1: (laughs) just because i wanted to say crutches and make it dark
0: okay (laughs) but why the four and a half
1: well you know how i am with christmas i don't really vibe with christmas that much but i still really like this movie
0: okay so That's, that's why that's fair for honestly for me i would give it a five out of five Mm-hmm. personally. I, I told you before, it would have been a lower rating if When Love Is Gone was not in it. Yeah. And luckily, we I have the DVD. Well, it's technically my parents' DVD. But we have the DVD that actually has that version. And now this year, my parents and I will watch that version instead of the other one.
1: So it looks like if you have a DVD copy of the movie, if you play the full screen, then you're set yes. with the song.
0: Yes. So for future reference, everybody. Or mm-hmm. if you happen to have the VHS tape and the VHS player. Correct. <laughs> because it's on there. I know that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, good, good, good movie.
1: Yes. T- uh, IG, ten, I, 10 out of 10 would, would watch again.
0: Oh, absolutely. I will be watching it with my parents, like I said.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Probably on Christmas Day with the kids before they go to sleep. And then after the kids go to sleep, we will be watching Die Hard. Yes. Because, again, that's just what we do every year. Mm-hmm.
1: Will you watch black Christmas I will yes yeah, so, I mean you
0: yeah me yes, yes, the original,
1: mm-hmm. not the remake I, I, I didn't care for the remake, yeah, no it wasn't yeah.
0: it wasn't that great, um, but yeah because i I like the I want more horror Christmas movies mm-hmm. personally, yeah. I mean because I've always loved. As a growing up, I've always loved Christmas. I've always loved the lights, the music, um, the festive of it all, like Santa Claus, giving presents, the lights, the whole nine yards. Yeah. But I I did make the realization this year that even as a big movie buff, the Christmas movies was like the one thing that I didn't get into as much as everything else. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because most of it is pretty predictable. Yeah. And it's the same things. Mm hmm. Over and over and over. And it's kind of just like, all right. And like, I can put it on, put like one movie on, and then be like, all right, now it's time to go to something else. I can't really do like the Christmas marathon. Yeah. yeah, I can't do that.
1: Like, to the extent of a marathon, I guess it'll, for me, it would be like Home Alone, Elf, Grinch, Chris's Carol, Chris's Story, Die Hard. Die Hard, and the Santa Claus.
0: <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll agree to those ones. I personally also like the Polar Express.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even though you get the Uncanny Valley effect. Yes. It's kind of creepy. It's but also little... Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah. And also the music is really, really good. Mm-hmm. It was very well done.
1: Oh, Gremlins.
0: Yes, that does count. Mm-hmm. Gremlins. That is, yes, yes. I think that's it. Yep, yeah, that's pretty much. I will be this year watching um It's a Wonderful Life mm-hmm. because dad tried to show me that last year and I fell asleep just cuz you know, depression.
1: Yeah. Two more. Just friends. Oh yeah. Mhm. And I already lost track of what the last one was. Is it a
0: Hallmark Christmas movie?
1: No. <laughs> What was it?
0: You know, the big city girl goes back to her small town and she's all grinchy and stuff. And then there's that hot guy who sells mint or something (laughs) and shows her the ways of Christmas.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what the last one was. Yeah, I don't remember.
0: It'll come to you later. You'll like text me when I get home and you'll be like, I remember now. (laughs) But, yes, and we will be continuing for this year, um, our next episode in two weeks. Um, We will have another, oh, I don't know if this is what you were thinking in your head, but this popped into my head, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, yes. (laughs) Will be our next episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, We might have some guests with us. We just got to actually talk to them first, see if they're up for it. Yeah. Or you might just get me and Panda again. Mm -hmm. Sorry, not sorry.
1: Eight crazy nights.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so it's more holiday. of a holiday movie. Yeah. Because Hanukkah.
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah. but yeah, that is mm-hmm. a good one. That's one of Brian's favorites, too.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I like Mr. Whitey.
0: <laughs> Everyone
1: does. Yeah, Whitey the Ball.
0: Yes. But yeah, so our next episode will be Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's also another one of my favorites, where it's yes. Halloween and Christmas appropriate. It a- is a
1: year round. Just though. year
0: round. Whenever I feel like watching it, it's going on the TV. Sorry, not Sorry.
1: Like, I feel like we might have to do a second, like, recording just to, like, pinpoint some, like, sections of the movie where we start singing all together.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. Especially Brian. <clears throat> yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's pretty much the movie.
0: Yes. And also our what's to come. Yes. Our Christmas yet to come. <clears throat> uh, One thing I will say is that the lovely panda has finally finished the cover art. Yes. For everybody who saw on Facebook and Instagram, it is up and it is absolutely beautiful. I did put it on a t-shirt for myself and my mom and Brian Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: soon to be you. After we're done recording this, I will show you the options that they have online. And to everybody who reacted to the post and commented on it, thank you so much for all of your love and support.
1: Yes, I Um, greatly appreciate it.
0: Yes, because Danny did a wonderful job. And uh, I will, because I told Danny earlier, I had noticed that Facebook is basically stupid because every time I post on Facebook that a new episode appears, I don't really get much response to it. Mm -hmm. But then once I started talking to people and asking if it shows up on their newsfeed, it does not.
1: Yeah. So I got to figure that out. There has to be an option.
0: There has to be stupid Facebook being stupid Mm -hmm. or what is it now might be called? Meta?
1: So it's still going to be called Facebook. It's just the company, the overall company, is going to be called Meta.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: just trying to be cool sounding. Yeah, that's woke.
1: like my my one post about like men's issues. Did you even see it?
0: I don't think so. That does not see? sound familiar.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> Stupid. But we will be speaking to a friend of our or a friend of mine to figure out how to work around that kind of stuff yeah but yeah and uh thank you to anybody who uh everyone who has listened to the podcast please uh just to show us a report follow us on spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, and stitcher um and tell tell people talk to talk to them about us
1: yeah we're also on instagram so yes share our page put put, put us on on your story that's an option that can also be done
0: yes that is true yes but thank you for everybody who has supported us and listened to us ramble.
1: Indeed, because we do ramble
0: yes. a lot. A lot. It's what we do. Yes. Sorry.
1: But Not it's sorry. also it's also our charm. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like oh okay these people are kind of cool I guess.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Love well, it. that's fine. Oh, a little fine too. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I said it's fine.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, but. Uh again, thank you and hope uh when everybody whenever anybody listens to this have a good night, day, weekend.
1: Holiday, depending on when you listen to it.
0: Yes, and also just happy holidays in general, because I know I'm pretty sure no, wait, when did Hanukkah start? Last week. Last Monday, I think it's eight yes. nights. Well happy Hanukkah to everybody who has celebrated Hanukkah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Don't eat the yellow snow, because, you know, that's a possibility now.
0: Mm -hmm. And be nice on Christmas. Otherwise, people will be happy about your death, and you'll be crying at your own gravestone with a grim reaper standing behind you.
1: But also, is that a mood? It is a mood. It's a mood. Some days, yes. This year, it's a mood.
0: But bless us all on a more cheerful note.
1: Yes, bless (laughs) us all.
0: Everyone!
1: (laughs) And that's the end of The Muppet Show! Yeah. Yay! (laughs)
0: I hate my boy. Oi.